Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Steve Hartman. You proved once again you are the biggest jackass on the planet. Mike Costa. And just simple things like getting out of bed or stepping over the bathtub to get into the shower. Eh. It's loose cannons time. Mike Costa was not able to uh, step over the uh, front door or the shower floor, whatever it is. Costa unable to make it in today. Steve Hartman, he was off today. And so Tony Gwynn Jr., Judson Richards here with you for the next two hours. Tony looking sharp in that Lululemon. Oh, thank you very are much. Are you a model? Uh, are, are you a male model? Did you hit him with the, uh, what's that move called? Did Zoolander. You're blue steel. You're blue steel? <laughs> did you blue steel Lululemon? No, I definitely did Look at I you. Did. You know, they, they make some very nice stuff. Very they really do. stuff. So... Uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Very fortunate. I asked you uh, how much that, that top cost that you're wearing, and you said, I don't know, it was during the photo shoot they gave it to me. <laughs> so obnoxious. I love the way he made my voice sound right there. That's exactly how you change it. You compl- well, you went in a male model voice. Oh, knock it you're off. You're like, do I look like a good you Googleizer? <laughs> am I a good you Googleizer? No, I, I am not a model. I, I did do a photo shoot. That doesn't make me a model. I really? Just, I just smiled and took some pictures. I look forward to that. Playgirl magazine nah, is uh, where, nah, where, nah. Where, where can we see it now? The Lululemon. You might see it at Lululemon. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be up on the wall? Uh, you might see it there somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out Mike Planeta. They got good people there. They got real good people Point there. Point Loma Nazarene University. That's right. Good stuff. Only the best for Lulu. Look at you, you son of a gun. <laughs> Four at four is brought to you by Sombrero Mexican Food, serving the freshest San Diego style Mexican food. I have to ask, was Ernie, was that live? Did they just do that just right then? They literally in transition of uh, Jim Russell, who is yeah. the former producer. Yes, I don't he was walking. He's walking out and I was walking in. They go, well, we got to change the new four at four thing. They one one take. One, one that take. sounded like they just did it right then and there. Yeah, did it, 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 it four, four, four. Like one take. I spliced it together in five minutes after the show. And it didn't sound like someone spent days uh, writing that. If uh, anybody should be critical about an anthem, that's one they should be critical about. <laughs> now we're about to listen to this next slide. Just gold. We're listen to this next slide Judson's about to tell right now. Oh, this next slide? Yeah. Listen, you, uh, I don't know. They just gave me the photo shoot. They just, they just left it there. So I was like... Well, I can keep this. I'm like, you get to keep. He's like, you always get to keep clothes at the photo shoot. Like, I'm sorry, I haven't done a lot of shoots lately. This guy is giving alternative facts right now. Honestly, you get to keep the shoot. Ha! Huh. I don't know why you talk like a white guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Number four. James version is a winner. 
LeBron James uh, scored 29 points. He scored the go-ahead layup with 34 and a half seconds to go to uh, lift his team to an all-star victory, 148-145, with a win over Steph Curry. Uh, James also contributed some key defensive plays to lock up the W. The NBA abandoned the traditional East versus West play for the first time since 1951. Did it work? Did you like no East versus West? You know, I didn't think I would like it. I, I am a traditionalist as far, you know, when it comes to that thing. But I actually enjoyed it. I thought that they played harder because they knew who picked them. And it was like a more of a, some bragging rights going on. I felt like it was also nice to see the the two former duos get together on the same team and, and, and seem to get along real well. KD and, and Russell Westbrook right. and LeBron and Kyrie Irving. I like seeing that. It, it it puts to rest all the nonsense that they can't stand each other. They hate each other. Obviously, when they're on the court, they don't. They want to beat each other. So you're going to get some 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 trash talking and some animosity. But it was nice to see them play together in that All Star game. Guys, did we like the uh, East versus West or or no East versus West? I liked the the version yesterday. I really liked it. It it, it sort of made me want to watch. I had like I said, I hadn't watched an All Star game since I think Shaq was a rookie. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's been that long. Oh, it's been a minute. For you missed Shaq and the Jabberwockies <laughs> yeah. on the All Star game. You haven't seen a lot of stuff. But yeah, I had interest in it yesterday because of that. Brad, you good with it? I liked it because it gave us matchups that we wouldn't necessarily get just doing East and West. Because yeah. you know, like you said, we got the return. You know, KD and then we got reunited. I don't know if it makes that big of a difference, though, to where I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to tune in now. You know what they got? You know what I think they need to do is they need to keep the same captains and try to create some of that rivalry by having them pick the teams over and over again. If you change up the captains, you kind of get back into the whole well, they're supposed all-star lull. Who's going to say Steph's going to make it next year? Well, they're supposed to alternate. So, like, LeBron and Steph can't be captains next no, season. No, they answered after the game yesterday. They said there's no rule against it. If they are both the top leading vote getters. Oh, okay, because originally they weren't going to let them do that. They'll still get to be the, the captain. You I, know what the most intriguing matchup of the night was? And I just laughed at it because it was the only time I've ever seen LeBron look like he was having trouble was guarding Joel Embiid. He oh guard, yeah, he guarded him like the last two minutes of that game, and Embiid was giving him the business on <laughs> on the offensive end. Obviously, when LeBron had it, he hit him with a hard step back three that took the lead, and it was the very, very LeBron esque. The interesting thing about the NBA is like they have like some some pretty entertaining reality show drama. The NFL has got these these headlines that take you down these paths of politics, and you're like, "Whoa, this right. is this <laughs> right. is overwhelming." Right. But I, the NBA is like, did, did, "Did you hear what he texted about you?" You know, so so it's very it's real light. housewives like. Yes, but it's light enough where you're like, "Oh, I, I may I may tune in and see this kind right. of drama." It's not like, man, I, I don't want to dive into that world right, right there. It's like, huh. But no, it's like, will Russell Westbrook not pass him the ball? (laughs) Right. right. Or like, what's it going to look like? Like, will will Kyrie and LeBron give each other knocks when they take the floor? It's little fun stuff. We want our drama uh, a little bit low level. We don't want the drama through the roof. Just just gives me anxiety. Life is hard. I I think the biggest motivator for why it's more competitive, too, was the extra 75 Gs that the winners got. No doubt. I think that had a huge. Yeah. Winners get $100,000. Uh, what Ernie Martinez makes every six months here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the losers got 25K. And they, they changed that. They gave the winners more. Thank God for those six minutes of excellence of defense it gave us. <laughs> well. Number three. Put that woman on, on. 
Well, Fergie, uh, she took the floor for the national anthem last night, and uh, I, I, I don't even think this is debatable. <laughs> uh, I think it was downright atrocious. Uh, I think I think she did a disservice to our country with the way she performed the song. A disservice to the country. Oh yeah. Do you remember Roseanne Barr here? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you remember Carl? Hold Lewis? on. I'm not talking about Roseanne. Okay. Wait. wait what do you mean? Roseanne's a comedian. She took it. She took a Touché. shot at a joke. It Touché. didn't work. Touche. Uh, Carl yeah. Lewis is an athlete. Fergie, professional singer. But let's let people decide. Here's a little bit of Fergie last night. Oh. Okay, the laugh, the the video board had Draymond Green's face up and Draymond's reaction to whatever the hell she just attempted to do there. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. (laughs) No, next time they play that movie on USA, they need to bleep Fergie just because it's so unfair that she actually made that movie. I now, Ernie, re- go, I, or go go ahead, Ernie. I was re- <laughs> <laughs> when, when I when people came when I came into work, they people did you hear the version? I, I had not, so I went listened to it, and I was waiting for the two minutes, however long it takes to sing the national anthem. I was waiting for like, okay, what what's embarrassing about this? I never heard it. Never? No. Listen, okay. Do listen. you have ears? First thing I thought of was Ella Fitzgerald, First Lady of Song. One of these mornings. How old are you? <laughs> Tony, would you like it? Did you also think of Ella Fitzgerald? <laughs> I definitely didn't think of that. <laughs> well, look, at, I didn't think of this. All right, are we all ready? Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Now, Carl Lewis, at least, what was Carl Lewis a gold gold medalist? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's re- he represented the country, not a professional singer. Roseanne Barr, comedian. Fergie can sing. She she's a singer. Why? Why did you like it? I mean, that honestly was the first time I've heard that long. <laughs> because you were the defender. I think she sounds like Scooby get, singing I, along. She bitten by a she dog. She was trying to. <laughs> Kevin <do> Hart just. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was. She was trying to be unique, and, and she had a fail. It didn't work. I felt like she was trying to be like a little Amy Winehouse in there. She's trying to do. It sounded like she's doing a bad Liza impersonation. Yeah, but who is Amy Winehouse inspired by? Ella Fitzgerald, all these soul singers from the 60s. Ernie Martinez. I get it, Ernie. She tried to do something different. 
Yeah, and she she I missed. get it. She failed. It's <laughs> fine. She See? took a shot and she ruined the national anthem forever. No. We now have to rewrite the <laughs> damn song. At, at least all. she took credit for it. It she, wasn't like Pink where she blamed it on her kids giving her you know, illnesses. Okay, now what did you say? I didn't hear this. She said she didn't strike the intended tone. <laughs> yeah. She pretty much paraphrasing. She pretty much said, I, I tried something new. It didn't work. You know, so move she on. owned it. She owned it. Now I know why uh, Josh Dumel left her. Oh, but number two. There's ever a time to get hot. It's now. San Diego State wins. What was that? 90? Was it? I know they won my 38 points. 94-56. 94-56. Maybe even more important than the 94 was the 56. A little defense from this Aztecs team. And Tony, as we know, just 2-7 and seven on the road. Gross. They still got 2-4 of four on the road. And obviously the conference tournament is on the road. You get hot and you get hot on the defensive end. The Aztecs may make this thing interesting down the stretch. Yeah, and they're going to have to. That's their calling card. They, they have to go to Air Force. And where's the other place they had to go to? San Jose State. San Jose State. So Air Force is a tough place to win in. A small, small arena. They seem to struggle when they go there most of the time anyway. So the defense down the stretch is going to be their calling card. That's going to be how they... Uh, make that big run at the end. Uh, Trey Kell, some good minutes. I know the Dutcher said he was sore, but that's just getting his body back in basketball shape. But I think he's got 10 assists and no turnover since he's been back. Jalen McDaniels, redshirt freshman. Yeah, Jalen McDaniels is going to be a lot of fun to watch if he can put on some weight. Not that not that he looks like he's being held back by his weight. I know that it'll help his game, especially in the paint. But, uh, uh, I mean, you've got Jalen Jalen, uh, well, you got Jalen McDaniels, you got Matt Mitchell, you got a lot of young players, Shackle among others. So you've got a good core of young players coming up, but you'd love to see Trey Cal Malik Pope get a chance to finish on an upward note at San Diego State. Yeah, I mean, those two guys, Malik Pope and, and, and Trey Kell, have really are going to set those young guys' foundation for them. They're going to get a chance to eventually run this team themselves. And you would like to see them go out on a good note, but as, as far as the younger guys, I think they're going to fill into their bodies. They're all freshmen yeah. right now. They're going to get that opportunity just from natural growth. Uh, obviously, San Diego State, they're probably going to hit the, the weight room pretty hard during the offseason. Those guys will grow into their bodies. They're going to be some players, too. Have you heard uh, Nick wants to turn Matt Mitchell into an NFL tight end already? Nick always wants to turn somebody into a football player. Well, I know, but Mitchell Mitchell's filled out now. I mean, they're going to grow into the body. I think they'd like Mitchell to perhaps grow a little less. Is he deranged like most football players? You got to kind of have that craziness to you. Uh, Mitchell sounded kind of sweet, kind of soft spoken, <laughs> but he's a freshman. Right, right. He's a freshman. Right. You know, we spoke with Tony Gonzalez. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. I just wanted to name drop Tony Gonzalez when we were at, when we were at the Super, Super Bowl Radio Row. It's a side effect yeah. of sitting in that seat. It, it you is, have to name drop. Name drop, that's right. Wasn't it uh, you? A close personal a... friend of mine. I uh, went I to Taft High School. I have a Heisman vote. We spoke with Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> you know, Steve, it's funny. He says a lot of close. Oh, no, he says a dear friend of mine. And I'm like, really? How come your phone doesn't ring more often with all these dear friends you have, Steve? Everyone's a dear friend. Right. Eric Dickerson, legitimate dear friend. He's got a lot of dear friends. I'm like, do you really know that guy? <laughs> They're not ringing that phone very often. Dear friend. <laughs> dear friend. You met him once 34 years ago, and you did all the talking. <laughs> they couldn't get a word in. Does that make him a dear friend? Number one.
two. And for Eric Hosmer, that is career hit number 1,000. One game, and what a grab there by Eric Hosmer, who makes the play. Hosmer with a diving play. Hosmer just got a huge jump and steals second base. Come on, come on, come on. The Flyers at a homer with Hosmer. Padres, they got a lot better with the signing of all-star first baseman Eric Hosmer. The Padres signed him for an eight-year, $144 million deal Saturday night. But I take you back to December 15th, 2017. I take you to the Twitter account of one Ernie Martinez. I was driving in the car. I was listening to one of my favorite segments on the station, the 4 at 4 during the Loose Cannons. <laughs> By the way, a reminder, Andy Green, Padres manager, tomorrow on the station at 4.30. I was listening, and one, my Costa read your tweet, Ernie, and it said, this is how your tweet read on December 15th, at the Real Haas 35, please come to San Diego and help bring something special this city has never experienced. We embrace the good guys. Hashtag Tony Gwynn. Hashtag uh, championship. And you also attach the Padres. I gave you a hard time for this tweet. I quoted it. I said this should do it. The, 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 <laughs> hey, the thirst is real, ladies and gentlemen. I said this should do it. Mocking Ernie. Jokes on me, Ernie. Yes, you got it is. this thing done, buddy. Congratulations. I- <laughs> We're bringing out all the greatest hits today, yes. guys. You know, Ernie was running around the building when they found out Hoffman got in. I can imagine. Screaming uh, that at the top of his lungs. Same thing when I, they, first time I saw the video when your dad got the call, I mean, emotional. I couldn't look at anybody. When The same thing with Trevor. It, it, eyes are welling up. I'm like, okay, no. And then when they, they said Hell's he was going. Bells forever! I literally, yeah! Jumped about five feet in the air, and I just started running around this radio station. Like I could hear kid. him screaming through allegedly soundproof glass. <laughs> allegedly. Listen, Ernie is an OG San Diego Padre. No doubt. He, he, he feels it. Yeah. <laughs> it's emotional for him. It is. When do you remember? You remember seeing Ernie probably. You've been, I don't know, when do you first I remember still, seeing Tony? I still remember Tony. Well, I started covering the Padres in 1991. Yeah. But I had the opportunity to do batting practice uh, with Bruce Bochy one one afternoon, and it was later in your dad's career, and he was on the DL at the time, and I was out in right field shagging balls, and he comes right now, he goes, Ernie, what you doing in my house? And I just like, okay. Oh, and, I, oh and I went into right field. I, I, went, I, I said, I'll go into center, Tony. But you were out there 14 years of age. I, uh, you were in high school taking batting yeah. practice, and I was. you were just roping and lacing balls. I'm like, wow, this guy's got it. I, I, me and Ernie go way back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, re- I pretty much saw Ernie every day when yeah. I was at the field, yeah. I, and I was pretty much there every day the during time, the summer. Yeah. So we go way back. Ernie, uh, Saturday night, what was, what was your excitement level like after, well, yeah. I mean, obviously you got this done, so, We're and you and I had Ron Fowler, remember we spoke <laughs> yeah. to Ron Fowler at the Blood Bank, and I told him about this tweet, I told Ron Fowler about this tweet, and Ron said, that should probably do it, We're bringing, Ernie did it. <laughs> We're bringing the cake for my son's fifth birthday to the table Saturday night, Okay. and we're about to start singing happy birthday, my Henry? Phone, yeah, my phone beeps, I just like look at it, it's a text that says, Padres got it done with a link, and I, a buddy of mine texted me. I went, I went to the link, and I went, yeah. I just started, and, and everybody, my mom, my dad, everybody just looks at me like we're singing Happy Birthday. Well, I'm going, the Padres signed Hosmer. <laughs> Hell's bells forever. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to go. Okay, let's sing Happy Birthday, but it, 
it was delayed by a couple of minutes because I was so stoked. They go, no, you don't understand. I go, I was stoked. And it's pretty cool. That was happening all around. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. County. I don't know if we got a phone call or a tweet. I can't remember this morning about a man who was so excited and he went and woke his father-in-law up to give him the news. <laughs> Poor that's dad a, just trying to get a little shut up. That's a dangerous <laughs> move right there. It's one thing to but if you wake him up to good news, then you got that. And there's a lot of good news around Unless San Diego. Unless your father-in-law can't stand you. It doesn't matter what kind of news That's you're a good bringing. point. Yeah. Unless he's living under your roof. Then you can wake him up whatever you want. Good stuff. Ernie, congrats on uh, you getting the job done. And uh, Eric Hosmer, a San Diego Pajer. We're going to continue to talk about it. I think it's 445. Uh, Ernie, because we've been talking about this is the biggest signing since when? Ernie's got a name for who the biggest signing is since. And we'll tell you who that is coming up at 45. But next... Is Hunter Renfro actually on the trading block? And what will Eric Hosmer mean for Will Myers? We'll answer that coming up next. Hey, what's up? It's Rich coming up tomorrow right at noon on the Mark and Rich Show. Everybody talking about these NFL ratings being down. Well, it's actually a feeding frenzy just in a different space. We're going to talk about this at noon on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. The Eric Hosmer signing, the biggest signing since who? We'll answer that question coming up in 15 minutes. You want to jump in as well. 570-1360. He's Tony Gwynn Jr. Johnson Richards here filling in uh, for Mike Costa and Steve Hartman, the magic duo, the actual loose cannons. He'll be back tomorrow with you. And today, uh, in fact, no, tomorrow at this exact time today, Andy Green, Padres general, uh, Padres manager, in fact. Uh, Padres manager Andy Green will talk Eric Hosmer with them. A uh, little news regarding Fergie. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is. Yeah. Like she's saying, rut row, raggy. Rut row. Rut row is right. Uh, here's what Fergie said about her performance last night at the All Star game. Quote I've always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem, and last night, I wanted to try something special for the NBA. I'm a risk taker artistically, but clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. You know, times I've learned in my life, uh, your best isn't good enough. And uh, we saw that last (laughs) night with Fergie. That was awful. Now, do you think because it was the NBA, like like the NBA is a cool crowd and they, you know, they understand um, maybe a jazz like uh, she, I don't know if she would have tried if it was Major League Baseball or the NFL. No, but the NBA, you know, because the NBA is a little bit like a club setting, anyways. They play, I mean, they Drake. play, they play music during the actual during. dribble of the basketball at half court. Yeah, of course, that always trips me out. It does. Like, they're, like, setting the offense. It's like, two, <laughs> two. And it's just like, you know. God's plan. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar just blaring throughout. But the NBA can be potentially the best setting. It, you know, like, Major League Baseball, where you take the family. Um, the NBA is where you take a date, where you take your girl. Right. I don't know who goes to NFL games. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't. It's so damn expensive. <laughs> and it's, it's not as it's not as to me at least it's not as an enjoyable. It's not as enjoyable watching it live. No, than it is watching it on TV. It's not. Uh, we'll get back. Derek Hosmer coming up at uh, four forty-five. There was this that that came yesterday. This actually was very surprising. John Morosi, who covers Major League Baseball for Fox Sports, very well connected. Uh, with MLB Network as well. Morosi tweeted this last night. He said, trade interest in Hunter Renfro has picked up since the Padres reached agreement with Eric Hosmer. The Braves are known to be looking for an outfielder. Why does Eric Hosmer then allow or have the Padres taking phone calls on Hunter Renfro? Because with Hosmer in the fold, you assume Meyer then has to move out to the outfield. And maybe you want uh, another piece that may not be in the outfield from another team. I personally don't. I think it's too early to give up on Hunter Renfro. He's he's literally only had a, a year of baseball right. and some change at the big league level. There's that's not enough at bats to know if he's the guy you want him to be yet. I think he's he showed he still led the team in in home runs as a rookie. You know, so I think. From that standpoint, I think it's too early to to move on. Uh, but you don't know what AJ Preller might have up in his sleeve as far as what he sees being the next piece uh, for this ball club. I, I don't see why Renfro is being pushed out because of Hosmer. What what is the outfield set where someone is in the right place? Because I to me, I see Will Myers in left, Manny Margot in center, and I've got Hunter Renfro in right field. That's how I see it too. But you know, usually when a a, a piece like a Hosmer. Uh, is set to come to a team that usually exposes somebody on the roster. Uh, Hunter Renfro probably has the most value, you know, of guys that would be tradable pieces for the Padres. Um, but again, I, I think it's far too soon. One of the issues for the Padres is absolutely their rotation. And I know that they've got a lot of young talent. They've got prospects who can be pitchers, but prospects are suspects. I mean, if you look at the rotation, and I'm excited to see Brian Mitchell. Have you seen Brian Mitchell throw it all? They're, they're virtually paying um, Chase Headley $13 million a year for Brian Mitchell on their staff. I've faced Brian Mitchell before. You have yes, faced Brian? I have faced him. I thought he was young. He is young. You're old. <laughs> I am old. When did you face him? I faced him in 15 when he was in the Yankees AAA team. 2015? Yeah. Okay. He's got, he's got electric stuff. I mean, but you, you lit him up, right? I had a couple. No Lulu Lemon representative is gonna get dogged by Brian Mitchell. Sorry, turn we'll fix it in post. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I think I think I think for myself, uh, I think he's I think he has potential to be a good a, a really good starting pitcher. I think that's why the Padres acquired him. Uh, I know he pitched out of the pen a little bit for the Yankees, uh, but I think he's the Padres see him as a starter and. You you never know what you're going to get, you know. So I, I think potentially he he could be a guy who slides into that rotation rotation though. Because this is the thing about about the Padres and I I love the addition of Eric Hosmer. This is not a move for 2018. No. This is a move for 2019, 2020, 2021. Yeah, right. Because 2018 you're still looking at either a very young rotation mixed with what could be a very old rotation with Clayton Richard at the top of it. And as good as your offense is and can be, and this offense it is good, and it's getting closer to very good with the addition of Eric Hosmer. It does not matter. If you cannot pitch on a consistent basis, you will not compete. It does not matter. You know, being down by crooked numbers on a regular basis, especially early on in games, 
is ultimately deflating. Yeah. So tell me who is in this rotation that's going to get the Padres to 79 wins, 80 wins, 81 wins. I mean, you're looking at Clayton Richard, Denilson Lamette, Luis Perdomo, Robbie Erlin, Colin Ray, Jordan Lyles. Are you a believer in Tyson Ross? Are you a believer in Chris Young? I mean, this this pitching staff, yet again, is borderline bad. If we're talking about the 2008 se- 2018 season yeah. and what could come of it, I mean, you kind of have to catch lightning in a bottle, right, with Tyson Ross. No right? doubt. You you know what he's capable of? Capable he was the of? opening day starter a yes, few but years you, ago. But he's been injured the last yeah. two years. So you're hoping to catch lightning in a bottle with him. I personally really, really like Denelson Lament. I think he has number one type stuff, top of the rotation type stuff. And so now you're looking to see him make that jump from his rookie season, really trying to find his way. And he'll still be doing that for this next year, but you want to see him make a jump. I think Luis Perdomo, I think he's on he's on watch. You know, I think he's the guy who had the great season mm-hmm. in 2000, what was it, 16 Moved into the last this last year, two thousand had a had a better second half of the season than he did first, but you want to see him really make that jump to being a top tier. I don't know if he's a, a top of the rotation type of guy, but I think he has a potential to be a good two number two or number three guy in your rotation. You want to see him kind of solidify that this year. Just to bring it home, my point about bringing up the staff is potentially would they look to move Hunter Renfro to bolster what is potentially the most important and the most expensive if I mean, if you're not going to do it by way of free agency because you can't compete, uh, whether if you think about the huge deal that John Lester got, uh, even you Darvish and the money that's being spent out there, you know, the best way to do it arm wise and you'd prefer to have younger arms and older arms. Then is A.J. Preller thinking down the road of bolstering the pitching staff by moving Hunter Renfro? That's what I was getting at earlier. Maybe you move him for a, another piece that is more important. Pitching st- The starting rotation fits that mold. I think when you look at this team and the, the moves they've made, uh, defensively is where they've probably improved the most. And, you know, by having, you know, rotation guys that can come in, and there's a lot of sinker ballers in this rotation as it is right now, you, you're going to need defenders, you know, who can play the game and keep uh, not give the team ex- the opposing team extra outs. So maybe that's a, along those lines. I know Hunter had, had a whole bunch of assists last year, but I think there still needs to be some improvement as far as positioning, being able to take good routes to balls. Uh, those things are important, especially for a team like the Padres, who's not they're not the Dodgers or the Astros who are just going to outscore you every night. They're going to have to be in games in sure. order to do that. You got to play solid, solid defense. And, and you know, so maybe that's a, a, a route that they're looking at at this point. We didn't get a chance to get to it. Where would Tony hit Eric Hosmer and how will that affect Will Myers? Also, Ernie Martinez has a theory on the biggest name Eric Hosmer is. Well, the biggest name before Eric to sign with the Padres. This is the biggest since. We'll answer that question coming up next. Tomorrow morning on Hardwick and Richards, the NFL Combine is getting closer and closer. Which quarterback would you want to begin a franchise with also? Is Eric Hosmer now the face of San Diego sports? We'll talk about it. See you bright and early on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego. The answer is yes. I'll remind you that tomorrow morning, uh, Judson Richards, Tony Gwynn Jr. in for the loose cannon. Steve Hartman, Mike Costa expected to be back tomorrow. Costa home sick with the sniffles. Uh, that stops him on a regular basis. <laughs> the sniffles. Uh, I'll say it. Soft. Soft. Please. Sherman. 
Yeah. Shocking. Both Willard and Casa were off today. They're probably out shopping for softer Charmin together. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, coming up at 5 o'clock, we're going to talk about Eric Hosmer, what it means for the Padres, how big this signing was. That should be a lot of fun. So we were talking about Eric Hosmer uh, before show, and Ernie, who is our longtime you know, he's like our Padres historian, <laughs> uh, which we appreciate. It's Told you great. he's the OG Padre fan. He is OG. That you should get that tattoo. It's like a, a cross your lower Padre, cross your lower back or something. OG Padre fan. But uh, we we got into the go conversation. Go Tupac across your stomach. I think I'm a good spot, right? Yeah, lower back, sure. But now that he's got that twelve pack. Yeah. Look like Tupac. It'd be good. Clack, clack, clack. Can we shoot paint the picture of what Ernie's wearing today? Imagine the shortest running shorts ever made. Uh, that's what Ernie is wearing today. You can imagine if, for those who watch the Dungat test, imagine Larry Nance senior shorts, oh, yeah. basketball shorts. Right. That's where Ernie's living at right now. A lot of thigh. Prefontaine thinks those shorts are a little short. I mean, there is a lot of thigh in the building today. Is it because it's a holiday that you thought you would just run here? No, I... I was, That's how much that I Hosmer was, news had him going. Oh, yeah. He felt good yeah, getting up this morning. Like, these shorts look dope. I look good. Someone lied to you. <laughs> you lied to yourself. You played yourself, Ernie. You played yourself. You played yourself. Congratulations. <laughs> those little tiny shorts. Look good in those sockies, though. I appreciate a good pair of sockies. So good for you, Ernie. He did All have right. the ankle socks, too, to go he with. He did, too. He did. Yeah. At least he didn't wear his Uggs to go with. Oh, oh that yeah. would have Yes, he has Uggs. Right there. Listen, I got a pair of Uggs I love. They don't leave the house. No, neither no. do mine. No, they're around the house gear. <laughs> I appreciate you getting dressed up for our male, our male model, though, Tony Gould oh, Jr. with a big shoe with uh, Lululemon. Knock it off. Ernie, answer this. Yeah. Eric Hosmer is the biggest signing for the Padres since... Steve Garvey. Since the Garve, you say? Yep. He had it ready. Yep. And that was back in... 1983. This is the biggest signing... In 35 years? Off-season of 83. Off-season of 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why, because up until then, the Padres were always at the bottom of the barrel. And it was the first time they legitimately put themselves on the map. And you ask anybody talking with Tony's dad, Tim Flannery, guys who are on that 83, 84 transition. When they look back to 84, they go, it started in the off-season of 83 when the uh, prior to 83 when Ray Kroc signed Steve Garvey. And they go, that's when we knew that we literally had a shot to do make some noise in the NL West. And, right, the, so- and, and real quickly, and the reason why I think that is what didn't happen a couple of years ago with A.J. Prowler, uh-huh. it's sort of a lot of fans weren't buying into, okay, we're starting all over again. Once again, they sort of put themselves at the bottom of the barrel within their division. This puts them back on the map just like that. Just like that. I mean, let's not yeah. James Shields was a pretty big signing. Along with the Justin Upton. I know there was a trade with Justin Upton and Matt Kemp and Derek Norris and uh Will Myers. So I mean that that was a lot of big names. So help me out here, historian and Tony Gwynn Jr. I know you know your history as well, but you know, that that 96, 97, 98 run, there weren't any enormous free agents. All Kevin trades. Kevin Brown was a All trade. Trades, yeah. Ken Caminiti was a trade. Greg Vaughn was a trade. All of those came All via trades. the trade. Uh I think in '96 they had they went out and got Ricky Henderson for that playoff run, uh, but for the most part, all of the moves they made 
were trade, via yeah. trade. I think they ended up trying to block in that 98 season. They tried to block the Dodgers thinking Randy Myers would go to them. They ended up having to eat that because yeah, he, they, was never, he, yeah. Was, he nobody never pitched for him. But all of those moves came via trade. And that's part of the reason why I sent that tweet out. This is a franchise-changing move for the standpoint the Padres have never gone out and signed a free agent to this type of deal. I don't know why you guys don't give David Eckstein his respect. I, David Eckstein's my guy. I, I love, love David Eckstein. Eckstein. That's my guy. So it's not had nothing to do with, with I, that. I, you're not giving <laughs> DE out of what I was thinking about. No, you're not giving Eckstein his respect. My favorite thing about David Eckstein I used to love because you know I went to Saddleback, so I started going to a lot of Angels games. And that was a great team. The yeah. uh, Troy Gloss. Oh, yeah. uh, 2000, 2003. Um, Troy Percival. Yeah. A lot of good Troys on the team. Darren Erstad. Uh, GA, Garrett Anderson. Tim Salmon. Tim Salmon. The kingfish swimming upstream, man. <laughs> but I used to love David Eckstein. He would he was the ultimate like Charlie Hustle, but he oh he looked like an eleven year old. It was real though. It wasn't fake. No. It was so real. I mean, when I played with him in 2009 and 2010, watching him get ready for the game, because at the time he was older. I mean, he was he was literally taping himself together with athletic tape, and he'd get in the box, and he he didn't have a choke up spot. Like he would just grab the bat, and wherever <laughs> his hands landed, that's where he swung the bat that day. Like partial barrel. <laughs> right, right. If he grabbed it that high, yeah. Guess what? He was swinging it from that. Yeah, point. he looked like sometimes he'd swing. You'd worried about the bat hitting him in the belly because he he'd choke up so he high. He is a perfect example of a guy who is just a straight out gamer. Like. There ain't any scientific numbers, nope. any of that that's going to make you realize how valuable he is until you're on the field with him. And then you realize this is why everybody wants him on the wants him on their team. 16th rounder out of University of Florida. My favorite thing about David X time, if you'd watch him every third out from the shortstop position, he would sprint yeah. to the dugout <laughs> as hard as he possibly could. So one, he looked like the guy who was trying to impress the scouts right. in the stands, yet he's in the big leagues. Right. Also, you know why he did that? The, and, and this is a man who had actually thought about being at his best the entire game. He said that it was your only chance before you hit to get your legs loose. So his sprint into the dugout was him warming up to get his legs loose for having to run out of the box hard when he was a hitter. Hands down, one of the best teammate I ever had a chance to Really? Play. Yeah, he was awesome. He I was love absolutely Where's awesome. Where's he at now? You know what? I, I, I believe his wife does one of the voices for uh, one of the Star Wars characters uh, one of the cartoons. Oh, so I remember him telling me very vividly that he once he retired, him and his wife were switching roles. Like he he was his wife wasn't really working all that much. You know, she do her voices. Sure. But once he retired, he said, "I'm just I'm just following her the rest of the time." Wow. That's so awesome. That's why we haven't heard from. David. I could have sworn he works in baseball in some way, shape, or he form. He might. He might now. I know that's what his plan was when yeah. last year I played with him. Well, listen. One thing I know about David Eckstein. Man of his word. 100%. Man, because you loved him so much. But I just love playing him. And, and those Angels teams were fun, to, uh, were, were, were fun to watch. All right, so if you disagree with Ernie, tweet at him, at Ernie Martinez. But be nice, because Ernie <laughs> did land Eric Cosmer. He uh, sure Just did. go look at his Twitter account. But Ernie says he's the biggest signing since Garvin. You co-sign on that? I, I do. I do. Biggest signing in Padres history, for sure. No one else. 
Not I, might, I might be missing somebody already. I, no, I, I can't think of any birthday, free agent yeah, that I, has signed a, a deal like this. Forget the money, just the impact that the, that the signing could have. I, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. Via well, free agency. Well, we, we want to take your reaction. We want to get your phone calls on this. I've got a poll question out as well. The signing of Eric Hosmer as a Padre fan made you feel what? Euphoria? Confusion? Disappointment? We'll give you our answer to that. And also, I, I continue to miss on this one. Apologies. But what does Eric Hosmer mean for Will Myers, not only as a teammate, but also in that lineup to see better pitches? Final hour coming up next on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.